Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We bring to you good tidings in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Merry Christmas to you all. We celebrate many more years in the will and blessings of God. May God himself reveal to us the real reasons for Christmas. Amen. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to Let us pray. Our everlasting Father, King of glory and Lord of lords, want to thank you. Thank you for another Christmas in the land of the living. Let this Christmas, Lord, be a turning point to yield our lives completely to you. Touch our hearts that our soul will hunger more for you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The topic of our message is, Thank you, Jesus, for Christmas. Thank you, Jesus, for Christmas. Our lead text is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9. We read verse 6. Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Brethren, I want to congratulate us all for the blessings of Christmas. The blessings are so unique that despite all the changes, that the world at large has experienced and will continue to experience. Christmas remains the unique occasion that is yet to be rivaled and will never be rivaled. Hallelujah! What makes Christmas different? What makes Christmas different? Christmas means different things to different people. To some, it's the climax of the activities of holiday that ushers in a new year. It does means travelings and lots of fun. Many even plan the annual family get together or community idol worshiping into this period. 
Many of the activities complicate normal travelings. The Adiemba months are feared for evil happenings, especially accidents. These are not uncommon during this period. To many, Christmas too is the time for crusades, church conferences and anniversaries. Special carols and services are held all over the world. How this for the season of Christmas? Wow! How we all wish every day is Christmas is a common saying. The real reason for the season is to celebrate and adore our Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. By the way, who is Jesus? Why celebrate him? What did he do for us? If he had not come, what would have happened? What did he offer that no one has ever been able to offer? Abi, if not packaging, it would have lost its candor this year and year out. Now, the fall of man through sin is a very serious incident. For this reason, God drove man out of his covenant provisions in the Garden of Eden. This was the most calamitous incident to man. If a machine, for example, starts functioning outside the scope of its maker, such a machine is doomed. Man lost all the rights and privileges that was freely given to him by God to make the creation of man meaningful. But our God has an uncommon mercy and love for man. He made provision for another chance for man. In causing serpent, he made provision for the seed of man to be raised as an enemy of serpent. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, Genesis 3.15, the Bible says, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. This seed of man was later camouflaged in the Spirit of God to destroy serpent. Christ came to bruise the head of Satan as God in form of the seed of a Virgin Mary. Hallelujah! The manifestation of this provision is summarized in the prophecy of Prophet Isaiah in the text that we read. We all know this story that I will only dwell on the major reasons why Jesus came as Prophet Isaiah made it known to us. Number one, Jesus came as a wonderful king. He came as a wonderful king. This can be explained in two ways. A king that was born, but not created. That's why his anointing and honor did not wait until he attained an old age or a preceding king's demise. His reign was prophesied by Isaiah, and John came to usher him in. The wise men saw the stars and came to worship him even as a baby. Wow. John summarized it in the book of John chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. John 1, 1 to 5, which says, 
in the beginning was the world, and the world was with God, and the world was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and darkness did not comprehend it. Everything about him is wonderful. There was never, nor will there ever be a king like him. Thank you, Lord, for being such a great God, bigger than all these small gods that are making younger here. In the spirit of Christmas, the wonders that the world never expected and have never seen will be used to decorate your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number two, he came as our counselor. Jesus came as our counselor. Jesus came with wisdom and might. In Luke chapter 2 verse 52, Luke 2 verse 52, it confirmed that, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and men. This made him exceptional, and when he met with the others, his words were far above his age. In Matthew chapter 21 verse 23, the others marveled and queried, Now, when he went into the temple, the chief priest and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Wow! His cancer was with authority. Thank you, Lord God, for your genuine cancer that has exposed the lies of Satan and his followers. This authority will be used to confront the world on your next miracle in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number three. Jesus came as a mighty God. He came as a mighty God. The expectations of Jesus Christ coming was for some a great prophet, for some the king of Jews, and for some, a mighty man. Here are his disciples who were closest to him in Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to 17. Matthew 16, 13 to 17. It says, When Jesus came into the reign of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, Ah, so they said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you. Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Hallelujah. The strategy was, Satan thought 
he was confronting another prophet in his encounter with Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for using your mind to make a mockery of Satan. That same way that Satan will think that the battle of your life is yours. Satan will fall for the deceit and fall disastrously in your life battle. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number four. He came as everlasting father. Jesus came as everlasting father. Jesus came to rescue the world from destruction. Like a father will dare the odds to rescue his children at war. He did not come for fanfare, no, but on a rescue mission. He distinguished himself by his mission. As stated in the Bible, in the book of John chapter 10, verse 10, John 10, 10, Jesus said, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Wow. Abundant life is a life that is meaningful. A life that restores salvation that man lost during his fall. In the book of John chapter 10, verses 29 and 30, John 10, 29 and 30, Jesus also said, My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. This is where he categorically explained to us his role as our everlasting Father and God. Thank you, Lord, for being there always. Those who are mocking you and asking you, who will help you? Today, God will arise in his might and help you like no one has ever done. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Finally, Jesus came as a prince of peace. He came as a prince of peace. Before God created heaven and earth, the whole place was without form. After the six-day walking of creation, everything became good and peaceful. However, devil came and deceived man. But Jesus came to restore hope for man and gave us peace. In John chapter 14, verses 25 to 27, John 14, 25 to 27, Jesus said, This thing I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus knew without him or the Holy Spirit, there can be peace. Many people today have become slaves to money, positions, and possessions, yet they have no peace. They can't even explain why they are running around. But what the devil knows is that the best way to set a man into trouble is showing them fancy things 
of the world and ask them to be pursuing them till they run into their graves. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for the peace that passes all understanding. I pray that today God will set all free from every unprofitable assignment to the salvation of our soul in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our wonderful King, our Counselor, the mighty God, our everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace is here. His simple message to us is summarized in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 and 29. Matthew 11, verses 28 and 29, which says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. This Christmas, please drop the heavy luggage of worries and fears. Come to the man of peace. He will give rest to your soul. This is the best gift that Christmas can offer you. God bless you as you accept this call today. Let us start appreciating God who came to take away your sins. He died a shameful death on the cross in your place. Acknowledging his name and holding on to our salvation is all that he requires from us. Not greeting cards, no. Not hampers. Not even our fowls and goats. He wants our genuine appreciation. Thank you, Jesus, for Christmas. Please accept our heart of thanksgiving in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We want to thank you sincerely for your patience and interest in listening to this broadcast. We hope you have been blessed. Please help in sharing with others as a precious Christmas gift. You can also listen to this message and several previous other ones on our podcast streaming, codenamed Voice of Trinity. God bless you as you do. Amen. Merry Christmas to you all. Let us pray. Our loving Father, 
our Redeemer, our everlasting Father, our Counselor, our Prince of Peace, and everlasting Father. We just want to appreciate you. Thank you for your deep love for us. Thank you for taking us back from perdition. Thank you for restoring our hope and giving us assurance that all who acknowledge you will be safe. Today, Lord, is a turning point in our lives. We acknowledge you as our Lord and Savior. We are sorry for all that we have done to nail you to the cross. We are accepting you today as our Lord and Savior. We are dropping the luggage of sin to accept an eternal life. Please, Lord, help our weak souls. Empower us never to look back. In your next appearance, when you will come to take your elect home, we will not be rejected. Make us reign with you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. <laughs>